Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind and that which he killed would stay buried. Stay Buried, Chapter 14, The Fusing. Welcome back to Stay Buried. <laughs> my name is Newton Holt. Uh, this is a podcast where my friends and I look through a book that I wrote when I was 12 years old. Uh, it's bad. Wait, 11. 11. Because that's the tagline is 11-year-old idiot. Yeah. Now I'm a 24-year-old idiot. <laughs> uh, so, uh, as always, uh, uh, please read along. There's a PDF of the chapters in the show notes. Please click on that. Please read through. Because there's a lot of just very, very funny stupid typos here and there uh, that are not going to come through maybe because they're homonyms <laughs> or something like that. But, <laughs> but please do uh, to read along. It, it, it'll be so you get it. the full experience. Oh yeah. That's, that's what we're doing. So join us. Um, I'm joined by my friends and uh, co cohorts. <laughs> my name is Nick. I'm Zach. My name is Eli and no one brought alcohol to this reading. So I don't know how we can possibly be expected to make it through. <laughs> Uh, I'm Kevin. I always get drunk beforehand. <laughs> oh, why don't I think of that? It's pregame. <laughs> you guys don't pregame the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I would probably relax us all a bit more, you know? If we pregame before and if we ever played the uh, drinking game during, we'd just die. <laughs> <laughs> he stumbled or uh, toppled back. No, toppled, toppled back in the last, last chapter. No one toppled back, yeah. It would have been a bad chapter for the bingo cards. Would have been a bad chapter for the bingo cards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's dive in. Chapter 14, The Fusing. Bill Tell stood on the hill and shook his head. Weird things were happening on Earth. Odd creatures were showing up from nowhere. First, a weird creature with sharp fangs and a bloodthirsty appetite. Then, a fish-like man appeared. And last, the corpse of a giant ape. The headlines for the newspaper was, King Kong Found! Everything was weird. He typed in his computer. He had been writing a book and only wrote things that appeared in his dreams. The book was called Gale. But all the creatures he described in his book were being found from the guardian ape to the nymphs to the vampires. He only hoped that the Sealther would materialize. He would love to go to Gale. He typed in his computer. He'd been writing a book and only wrote things that appeared in his dreams. The book was called Gale. Okay, we need to take a break right here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no is my hot take to that one. We're going the meta route. <laughs> yep, we're going the meta route. Oh, oh, Newt. <laughs> this is like this is like one of those fantasy movies where it's like, oh, but the fantasy movie is happening in real life, but like it's not like that in the book. But you did it to yourself in the book instead of the movie <laughs> adaptation just being like that. <laughs> you know, the Princess Bride has a framing device. Maybe the uh, never-ending story. Sure, but those weren't introduced <laughs> halfway <laughs> into the book. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, if, like, Princess Bride, like, the first time Fred Savage interrupts is, like, halfway through the movie, and he's like, oh, wait, this is a gr wait, this grandpa what? reading it to his grandson? Where do you think this fish-like man appeared? Did he just, like, <laughs> show up one day in Manhattan. a coffee shop? <laughs> no, right? Because uh, Joe's dad was a fish person, right? He was found yeah. murdered in his home, and, like, headlines, like, oh. fish man murdered in a home. <laughs> 
So the funky narration last chapter wasn't Newt's poor writing. It was Bill Tell's poor writing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was worried kind of for a second there, but just Bill Tell sucks at writing, not Newt. <laughs> Is Will the self-insert for Bill Tell? Will Tell. Only time, Will Tell. <laughs> <laughs> Only time, Bill Tell. Um. Apparently, uh, so sharp fangs and a bloodthirsty appetite. I've never is seen that a creature a, like that. Is that a Earth. is that a vampire? Like straight no, up? It's a I piranha. Think that's just a bat. <laughs> <laughs> King Kong found. I would say that's that's pretty big. Like if if the giant ape from the forest just teleported to Earth. Okay, but how? Maybe when you die in Gale, oh, you no, no, just, just go to the other world. <laughs> no, no, because all of Sealther is is no, we're we are, there's still one Sealther, isn't there? That no one knows where it is, right? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I think I not to spoil things too much, but I think part of the conceit of the book is that the rupture that's holding the two worlds apart is like starting to screw up, and things are dripping through. So that last part, that that other piece of seal there isn't ever going to come to play. <laughs> Maybe. If you die in Gale, you die in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He typed another sentence. Genghis walked past the possessed being. Guam, tell me where the crest is. Then it hit him. Maybe Earth wasn't just mimicking what he wrote. Maybe things were actually happening. He opened up a program that drew a line between actual coincidences and things that could never happen. He typed in his theory of Titan and Gale and Kai. The computer hummed for a second. He opened up a program that drew a line between actual co- coincidences <laughs> and things that could never happen. I would love a program like that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just draw a line for me, won't you? <laughs> What does it visually even look like? He drew a line between a, a program that drew a line between actual coincidences and things that could never happen. <laughs> actual coincidences. What are the what's definitions for those two things? What is an actual coincidence and what is a thing that could never happen in this context? A black cat walked by me twice. That can happen. A coincidence. Oh God. Phew. <laughs> I saw a man at 7-Eleven wearing two hats. (laughs) Weird, weird, but possible. Okay. Oh, phew. I thought I was matrixing out for a second. I just love how it's... it's, Keep keep, keep reading. Giant ape appears in Central Square, (laughs) or in Central Park. Coincidence. Okay. okay. This is explained, I think, as you go on in much better detail. Okay, okay. He typed in his theory of Titan and Gale and Kai. The computer hummed for a second. Theory logical. <laughs> theory logical popped up on the screen. No way, said Bill, putting a hand to his mouth. This can't be happening. Gale is real. Wait, then why are the things from Gale appearing here? He typed in multiple theories, all saying, theory, illogical. Then it hit him. He typed in a number equation, (laughs) then typed his theory. (laughs) His theory that Earth and Gale were fusing due to his creation. The rupture. Theory, logical. I hate this. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. The rupture in his book was an object that held the two worlds apart, and now the two worlds were collapsing into each other for one reason. The rupture was dying. He quickly ran to his bed and collapsed into a deep sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Someone just ragdolling onto their bed. Slams his head against the counter to just (laughs) (laughs) knock himself unconscious. Oh man, we were interrupting way too much, but man. I didn't think any more wrenches could be thrown, but my god, was I wrong. 
He quickly ran to his bed and collapsed into a deep sleep, trying to dream about his final chapter, the one where Joe would face Genghis alone in a final attempt to destroy him. Joe rose, letting his sword clatter to the ground. Maybe the world could have a happy ending after all. The end. That's the book. That was, that was pretty good. I mean, all things considered. <laughs> For the listeners at home, that is not the end of the book. You, you spoiled your own like ending of your book in your book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It feels like all right, the actual yeah. last line okay. of the book. You Thoughts on this phenomenon so far? Um, I miss Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? You you gave us like this preview of like, oh, the game, the book, you know, develops like a video game where yeah, Joe yeah, yeah. goes these nine monsters. That's what I was expecting. Now we're getting all this weird like meta story, not story, God computer program. <laughs> we just want throat punches. That's yeah. it. That's what we're here. For. I want to get back to that too. Okay. Okay. So your self insert isn't Joe. It was Bill Tell all along. And I cringe even harder. <laughs> <laughs> I cringe even harder. I, I, I want that computer, though. Just to, like, tell me if my thoughts are valid. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like the computer in Willy Wonka. <laughs> I am telling this computer, <laughs> where can we find the last bar of chocolate? <laughs> the computer says, what would a computer do with a lifetime supply of chocolate? Will a woman ever love me? Theory illogical. <laughs> no. I'm worried. I'm worried about toilet snakes. It's like, yeah, that's a valid fear. That's really. That's very valid. Like, oh no. Theory logical. I love. I love this program so much. Who designed this? And why is it? Why does it allow? Like, yeah, there could be an alternate world, but apes are coming in through. <laughs> big monkeys are coming in through an alternate dimension. I mean, I picture it being like the equivalent of a magic eight ball. I don't yeah. know if there's really any sense <laughs> no, exactly, to it at all. Exactly. <laughs> It's some prank Maybe. program he found, and it's just like randomly like spits back theory logical, illogical, and he's like taking like some divine sign. They programmed the like device to be like on LSD, so it's like, yeah, man, I guess that could happen if you think like multiple multiple universes and stuff, man. Yeah, theory logical. He typed a number equation. Like, what is what is the equation? Y equals mx plus b. What is, obviously, what does it have to do with his theory? These are like written out theories. This is a complex AI. <laughs> is it really an? It's an AI, I guess. It has right? to be right. Yeah, because it's taking in all this information and then spinning out all this stuff. Now, rupture is an object, but it's dying. Hmm. So, is 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 a rupture a thing or like a a lag? I like I don't think of a rupture as like an like a rupture like breaking is just a rupture no longer existing. Which yeah, is I just, think that's what it's saying is like the two worlds, Earth and Gale, are starting to. The rupture, or whatever it is, or who it is, is like dying. So the 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 line between worlds is like seeping together. Who who it is? Is that is that a, is that a well? Teaser? That's what Nick would just brought oh, up. Okay. Is like maybe it could die. Like if it dies, then it's like living to some degree. It's worded very weirdly. Is is a hole something As that exists, or just are. a lack of something? What? <laughs> it says the rupture. The rupture is an object that holds the two worlds apart. That's what it says. But how can an object die? I guess you're phone can die so well i just i just i just always thought of the rupture as like just like some sort of like physical like crack yeah yeah that brings up the weird question like is a hole a hole or just a lack of dirt (laughs) is a crack an object whoa Uh, theological (laughs) the end bill sank into his chair smiling the story had turned out perfectly last night he woke at 12 and renamed the book Gale became Rupture. He smiled. Should I write a sequel in which Rupture heals and see if the worlds stop fusing? Should I destroy Guam, the Ing Lord, in the end? Will Will Zeus come back to life? He just closed his eyes and let his mind meander. The world was so much more interesting when it lied upon your shoulders to write. Everything could change if he just typed the word. Instead, he just opened up the entire rupture document and clicked print. The printer hummed and started to leaf through pages, sorting and printing each one. Bill shook his head and adjusted his glasses. He could give himself superpowers if he wanted. He could enchant himself with the same powers as Roan. He could write himself... <laughs> 
Turn into an 18 year old hippie. <laughs> he could write himself millions of million dollar bills. He could write himself a beautiful girl or make himself president. He could make world peace. Something built up inside of him. Something that made him want to be more powerful than anyone had ever been. He wanted to make the world his servant. The villain is the best role of the play, right? Well, this got dark, all right? <laughs> I was just thinking, too, like, if I could write things into existence, it'd be a much different story. It would be, like, gorgeous women showing up with suitcases of money. And then he gets to that point, like, which is pretty great. I, I think, okay, Zach, you've seen Supernatural. I think this is a little bit like a Chuck sort of situation. Because, like, in Supernatural, there's a character who, like, is writing books about the, the, the brothers, yeah, but and it's like interestingly, I'm pretty sure this predates it that storyline. It does. That's exactly. I was thinking the exact same thing, except this. I don't think Bill's making it happen so much as he has some sort of like prescience, and he's writing it out. Right. I, yeah, that makes sense. Like in Supernatural, it was the prophets, right? Like yeah. they they could see what God was writing into existence. Yeah. Spoilers, I guess, for Supernatural. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but, I think... You, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I think you just teased Will Zeus coming back to life, though. In the sequel, I think I just said it's not happening in this book. <laughs> mm. It sucks. <laughs> I, I'm depressed now, like I promised. <laughs> well, this... Yeah, I, I this, don't trust any. This whole thing is hilarious, right? <laughs> You're pretty much like giving yourself the largest pat on the back. Like the writer has all the power to make everything happen. Worlds at my fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> I make empires rise and fall. Nick, what were you gonna say? Well, first of all, did you actually? Uh, Change the title from Gale to Rupture? Was that something that really happened? Or? I don't think so. I think okay. it was always Rupture. Because that would be kind of funny. And then, <laughs> I don't know, just the transition from beautiful girl to present to world peace to make the world my servant. <laughs> like, it's a pretty natural progression. <laughs> Do you think Bill Tell also cried when he killed off Will? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he definitely did. Theory logical. <laughs> Theory logical. Right. So you know how you mentioned you handed this to an adult and like he, you know, he laughed. He just read the back and laughed at it, right? Yeah. Can you imagine how much worse it would have been, like <laughs> if he actually read the whole thing? <laughs> it's like Newt wants to write himself beautiful women and millions of Newt wants to make the world his slave it's like uh oh Newt's becoming the guy from Death Note basically, <laughs> yeah, basically. Did, did sixth grade Newt think that there were million dollar bills in existence <laughs> was that something you thought like you go to Walmart with trying to pay the million dollar bill you're just like uh, you this is obviously million million dollar bills. <laughs> I would have to call my manager and get some more change real quick <laughs> Is this million dollar bill. Mr. Walmart comes through the door. <laughs> I, I do love how just like your inner like Edward's coming out like the villain's the best part to play, right? <laughs> Did you say Egg Lord? Edge Lord. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like to imagine that Bill isn't a self-insert, but it's hard not to it's hard not to draw those lines. <laughs> When a writer in the story is writing something into existence that the writer himself wrote, I mean, yeah. Would you say that's coincidental? That's, that's exactly what Supernatural did. Feels kind of Stephen Kinging, honestly. Mm. Kilgore Trout. That's a reference to yes. Vonnegut's works. Of course. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Firestorm felt her body explode in an instant. Guam let out a howl as he felt his insides seem to rip apart. Suddenly, the air around them was a lot denser and harder to breath in. They battled in the center of a large city where metal monsters honked at them. Screams came from odd people with round ears. Guam kicked up, making a useless attempt to kick fire. Firestorm laughed and grabbed his jaws. She tried to pry open the Ing's mouth and burn him from the inside out. Let go of me! Shouts echoed from the distance. What is that thing? What in the name of goodness is that? <laughs> a flame lady? A red gargoyle? The world's gone mad! <laughs> That's a bit more, yeah. The world's gone mad! Guam kicked upwards, using a, his spike to jab into Firestorm's heart. 
She let out a wail of pain. Although you can't kill a flame lady with a physical attempt, you can hurt them nevertheless. <laughs> write that down, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> no, retorted Firestorm, kicking Guam off of her. The ing crumpled to the ground and landed on one of the metal beasts honking at them. Guam grew angry and grabbed at the human inside. With a sneer, he thrust it at a window. The man died quickly. Why'd he do that? <laughs> Guam jumped into the air, using his nostril whips to hack through the air at random suspects. Don't hurt them! They did nothing wrong! shouted Firestorm, grabbing the ing by the throat. Never hurt the innocent! <laughs> she shouted, hurling Guam through the air. He hurtled towards a window in an apartment building. So my favorite part about this is we have these two creatures fighting, right? And apparently everybody's just reacting by honking their horns. <laughs> to the point where, like, the angel's like, all right, fuck this. Like, we're killing this guy. <laughs> Come on, I'm running late to work here. <laughs> and also the fact that the first thing they noticed was people had round ears in this world. <laughs> they don't have pointy ears. ears. We don't like round ears around here. They're surrounded, presumably, by like skyscrapers and stuff. And they're like, <gasps> look at the round, <laughs> look at the, look at the smooth ears. Also, nostril whips. What what are those? That was established earlier. Was Ings have nostril whips. <laughs> but, okay, so an ing is a red gargoyle. He's got like these long tendrils coming out of that his can fit into mouth. a backpack. Okay, you can remember that. You fit into a backpack. and a spike tail, and a spike tail. Okay, but can we like take a like a step back? I like this part. This is like, cool. So, Firestorm and Guam, yeah. were transported to I like like real world to Earth, yeah. Just like just like poop. They're over there now, and they're the fighting. The rupture is breaking, Zach. They're in the city of New York. <laughs> the town of New York. <laughs> I love the line where it's like, the firestorm's like, you don't hurt the innocent. But I'm pretty sure like five days ago, she burned down a whole village, right? Like that she was did. her whole thing. Genghis used her to do that, yeah. Um, she's turning into... <laughs> Guys, this Basically, all of my female characters, aside from Roan, are all like, you can't hurt them. Like, stop. They're all like really protective and like caring and sweet. And all most of my men are psychopathic, like just grabbing people out of cars, <laughs> chucking them through glass windows. I think Roan was the one exception. Yeah. Basically, the one exception. Yeah. Roan was a good character. I like Roan. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. And then I think we have a new question to be asking. Uh, does Is Bill Tell actually writing any of this, or is this just stuff that's happening? Yeah, because, I mean, is Bill writing about himself, or is, like, do you think Rupture is entirely just, like, the Gale chapters? I would assume it's just entirely, like, the Gale chapters, right? Okay, I feel like that's... I feel like that would make sense. I don't think he's writing about right. himself. That would be weird. <laughs> From his perspective, he wrote about a giant ape that died, and then suddenly there was a giant ape in right. the city or something. King Kong so found. I, I mean, he's just dreaming about what's happening in Gale. I think so. And writing it down, and he thinks he's a genius because of it. Yes. And then he talks to his AI computer to confirm whether or not... <laughs> Jarvis? <laughs> there we confirmed. Bill looks sideways out of the window and gasped. What the flame is that? <laughs> he dove to the ground as the window shattered, sending glass shards in many directions. A red gargoyle-looking gargoyle creature jumped to its feet as it hit the wall. It saw Bill hiding under the desk. A flash of recognition found its way into its eye. Father? <laughs> this is... Insane! I hate this. No, oh, this is getting so good. Are you kidding? Me? If this were if this were like a '90s like if this were like a '90s kids movie, like he would have just straight up like printed the characters like through the printer, and that's how they would have come to life. Or like a, a bolt of lightning like hits his book or something. Dad, <laughs> Bill realized who this was now. It was the Ing Lord Guam. Although he had created it, it felt wrong to call it his, his son. No. I'm not your dad, kid. <laughs> All right. So we no. were wrong. He Hold created Gale. Let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. We'll, we'll stop in a little bit and, and, and talk through. Father? 
Bill realized who this was now. It was the Ing Lord Guam. Although he had created it, it felt wrong to call it his son. No! The Ing recoiled as a column of flame struck its chest. No! Get away from Father Firestorm! The Ing roared and opened its mouth, sending a jet of blue fire from it. The worlds are fusing after all, thought Bill, inching his way from under the desk and toward the door. If he could just make it onto the elevator with his book, what were the chances of Guam finding him in the New York City streets? He grabbed his book from the printer, stuffing it into a large envelope, and ducked as a fire lady danced her way into the room. He recognized the lady as Firestorm. Father? Ha! Ings never had a father. They were created by... The Crags of Dell. Bill finished. He heaved a sigh and stood. I know all about your world, Firestorm and Guam. I created it! A vein bulged in Firestorm's temple. Fool! If you were in Gale, you would be beheaded for just saying you created it. Then behead me and see what becomes of your world, said Bill, raising his arms. He was resigned to his fate. Firestorm hesitated, then raised a giant bolt of energy. She would smite the man down as he stood. No! Guam dove forward, knocking Firestorm backwards as she released her bolt. It hit Bill's computer, melting it into a puddle of a hard drive. My computer! She struck again, smiting the yellow envelope. Rupture went up in flames. No! You hurt father's book! I will hurt you, shouted Guam, diving forward. Now he sounded more like a protective toddler rather than a thousand-year-old ing. So does that mean that everybody in Gale is technically <laughs> Bill's <laughs> children? <laughs> like, is that... I don't know how <laughs> the ing recognizes Bill. That doesn't make any sense well, to me. Well, he's got magic ing powers. Well, and none yeah. of this makes any sense because he's trying to run away from the one that's calling him Papa while, <laughs> while the, the fire lady's like, he's like, mad at him. Kill me. <laughs> All right, so, so this guy, this guy wrote. Uh, he conceived of the idea that in Gale, if you claim to be God, you would be beheaded, and he wanted to go to Gale because he is the God of Gale. So he wrote a scenario in which, if it came true, he would die in Gale. I, I did love the idea. Like, if you said you created Gale in Gale, they'd kill you just like on the spot, dude. No one, no one says that in Gale. Yeah, in our in our world, like if someone claims they're okay. God, you just pass them on the subway and you're like, that's fine, man. Here's a quarter. I'd be had him. <laughs> How dare you? Um. All right, so Guam and Firestorm are fighting on at Farmer Blue's patch. They get teleported to Earth. They start fighting through New York City and get thrown into Bill's apartment. And Guam, who is, I think, the Ing Lord, maybe he isn't now, but he will be, or like he's the Ing Lord by nature of being the last Ing. Um, Makes sense. Do you know what? That's a good point because he was just some Ing baby, right? Then they're all dead. So it's like, well, guess I'm the Ing Lord <laughs> now. Indicates that I am the Ing Lord. <laughs> a thousand year old baby. <laughs> I just think it's funny that he had all these like grand dreams for like what he was gonna write, and instead he just turned himself into a single father of this like freak thing, right? How old is Papa. Bill Tell? I imagine him being an 11-year-old kid, but now... <laughs> like I imagine saying, like a 45-year-old man when man, I first heard Bill Tell. I, yeah, a balding, kind of pathetic, yeah. like... Just sad, lonely dude who's writing this book, this fantasy novel as escapist fiction, and slowly, not slowly, very rapidly convinces himself that he's a god. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, I wrote about a big monkey once. <laughs> I am god! <laughs> I love how he just like, he, he stuffs the book into like a large envelope. Like, what? <laughs> and then... The next line, she's like the, he ducked as the fire lady, like danced her way into the room. Like there's some epic battle going on. She's just like dancing her way in. <laughs> Keep reading it. Bill staggered up. It now occurred to him that he had been punctured by glass in many places. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Blood dripped from all of his body. The worlds are fusing too quickly. I need to right my wrongs. Oh, <laughs> For the listeners at home. Right is spelled R 
Is it W? No. <laughs> no. You wish it was. W-R-I-T-E. Right, my wrongs. I don't know if that was a pun on, on purpose or if I just didn't well, know. It definitely is. The next line. Read the next line. He laughed at his joke. Oh, okay, yeah. He laughed at his joke and slumped towards the door. If he is so loyal, then why is he trying to escape you? Why is he afraid of you? Said Firestorm. Guam, Firestorm's talking to Guam. Guam turned his head and saw his father opening the door to the elevator. No! The ing shouted, diving, diving towards Bill. Their combined weights made the elevator sag. Gross. What are you doing, father? Asked the ing. His tone sounded like a little boy, not noticing his father was leaving his family forever. <laughs> Bill didn't speak. The elevator snapped and started to fall. He just mouthed words. Father? No answer. Guam bared his teeth and grabbed Bill just before they hit the bottom. He jumped to the roof of the elevator and flapped his wings slightly. Together, they shot up the shaft. Wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> the elevator? Okay. <laughs> Guam is fat. Yeah, either Guam. I don't think Guam's fat, dude. I think Bill is like 400 pounds. Because elevators can hold like 1,000 pounds, right? And this is a baby ink that can fit into a backpack. <laughs> So someone there has to weigh well, maybe, over 500. Maybe he was flying while he was in the backpack, so he didn't add to the weight of the backpack. No. What? No. <laughs> I mean, Genghis maybe is just really strong. You can carry him like that. Theory logical. <laughs> theory logical. We'll, we'll never know what theories are. The computer melted in a puddle like a hard drive. That's true. <laughs> that computer was my favorite character so far. His tone sounded like a little boy not noticing his father was leaving his family forever. Is like the saddest so line of this whole book so far. It's a I'm just tone leaving. we all know well. <laughs> I'm just leaving to get some milk, son. He's like, okay, daddy. <laughs> like, what, what is that tone? That's just a normal tone, right? If you don't know. This is well, like the father's good at lying. <laughs> If you don't know he's leaving, though, like you're not going to be sad about it because you don't know. <laughs> yeah, ignorance doesn't sound like anything. It just sounds like this. <laughs> not sounding like anything. Bill didn't speak. The elevator snapped and started to fall. So like an elevator falling, like extremely scary thing happening. He just mouthed words. Father. No answer. Like it's supposed to be some sort of like dramatic thing. Like, no, they're tumbling from an elevator. He's not going to be like, what, child? No, he's probably... <laughs> Screaming, but it says no answer, so it makes me think he's just silently falling in the elevator. Like, well, the best part about this death. is Bill keeps being like, "I'm not your dad," and, and he is insisting on calling him father in like pretty much every line he has. Yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing some like poor like father son relationship stuff coming up here. Maybe I hope there's a reoccurring thing throughout the book. Yeah, we're not even halfway through this book yet. I hope the meta elements. I'm enjoying this chapter immensely, but I, I I do have the meta elements chill out a little bit after just, this. Just like Kevin said, man, just when you think, yeah, there's no more wrenches to get thrown into this, you know, you go the meta route, and I'm I'm pretty sure once you go the meta route, there's no nothing else you can do. Oh, but we'll see. Yeah, the machine is actually just made out of wrenches. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a great description of this book. Why didn't you bring me here? Asked Bill, trying to stand up to stretch. Guam stuck out a leg and knocked him back down again. There they sat at the very top of the Empire State Building. Father must remember all the times we had together. But I'm not your father, Bill retorted. Yes, you are. Don't you remember anything? Bill shook his head. Then I guess I'm going to have to make you remember, the ing shouted. It extended a paw and placed it to the side of Bill's temple. The ing started to hum. Memories that were not his flashed through his head. Unknown abilities came to being, such as telepathy and the ability to attack with one's mind. Do you remember anything, father? No, I'm not your father, and you are not my son, Guam growled. So be it. It swung its foreleg, knocking Bill off the building. He spun to the ground, screaming the whole way. Below, the city burst into inferno as Firestorm looked for the ing. 
never hurt the innocent. So recently after 9-11, too. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that could have been decades ago. Oh, that's Who knows? Too. <laughs> so be it, Dad. He just knocks him off the Empire oh. State Building. Which is, from all my experience in Spider-Man games, it's like kind of tiered. You can't exactly just fall off it to the ground. Like, no, no, he kicked him off like really far, <laughs> you know, like, like like three hundred feet away, and then he plummeted. He just sweeps the leg. He's just like tripping him. He's not even like. He plummeted closer and closer towards the ground. Soon, the asphalt was close enough to see the pennies people had thrown off. Then, he just stopped. Whoa. He shouted as he reared to a stop. Nothing was snagged against him or holding him. He was suspending himself with his mind. Awesome! He turned himself over and landed with a dull thud. Wow, Bill said, shaking his head. People looked at him closely, with odd expressions worn on their faces like masks. He tapped into their minds one by one, only to find they all thought basically the same thing. Whoa, that man just stopped himself from dying! I should have taken a picture and sent it to the newspaper. That man just suspended himself in midair. <laughs> Sweet! Bill faced them all. The held out his hands. He waved them once, using the mind-erasing spell he had written. He checked their minds. Why is this guy staring at me? Who the heck is this guy? Everyone's crowding around. Why do I smell smoke? A thought dawned in Bill's head. He looked up, noticing the ing and the fire lady once more fought aerially. Bill shook his head. This was not how he wrote things. What the flame is that? What the what the, what the flame is that? It looks like we stopped recording. So me talking in the mic like this means nothing. Yeah, it does. We got recording. Crap. Get your hot takes ready. This book sucks. <laughs> uh, we had tef- technical difficulties for a bit. So, um, that's so a lot of funny stuff that's just lost oh, forever dude, we now. said so yeah. many funny stuff. You wouldn't Our even best believe. content, really. You wouldn't even you believe how funny it was. You guys just going to talk while I'm, I'm making funny, funny jokes? Wait, so where are we at now in recording? Where um, we've just finished the reading through yeah we just finished the chapter we got hot takes on so it we just have to recreate all the jokes no you know i mean some of it we can salvage from these mics and then oh, just not use those true. mics we can you can take our mics and then you can adr you and nick on top of it responding to our <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that means like just very inorganic laughs, laughs um yeah, so we had technical difficulties we talked for like five minutes and lost it um so if we seem a little tired and depressed. That's oh. it. It's, it's mostly <laughs> yeah, just new that's tired and depressed. <laughs> and not like, you know, the plague happening or uh, the future economic bubble pop. <laughs> Is that how you describe it? Sure. Yeah. Uh, that makes it seem more pleasant than just anyway. a bubble pop. Seems like a freeze pop song. I'm overall, I'm pretty I'm I'm a little frustrated with the book at this point. Like, I want it to be kind of that straightforward adventure story. And, like, I'm scared that it's just going to devolve into nonsense. I mean, you didn't actually think it might turn out to be good, right? (laughs) Or did you think that'd be a twist here? That's a real twist. We talked about this a little bit before technical difficulties, but maybe Bill Tell is just a red herring kind of, sort of. I mean, this is the kind of chapter I would fully have expected this coming in. Like, this is not shocking to me at all. (laughs) What, that gives the writer of the book all these supernatural awesome powers? Yeah, yeah, I I see that one coming. So Bill's definitely supernatural. Like, he's got some, he's got powers, he's, he can What's the name of the future place? Kai. Kai. He's from Kai, calling it. Mm, Maybe he's a Kai. And he like lost his memories when he came to Earth yeah. or something like that. Because the Inger from Kai, right? And he seems to think that Bill is his, his papa. 
Yeah, and that's another thing. So, like, you got forty-five year old guy. Like, what? Where do you get that from? Just out of curiosity, so, a forty-five year old so guy. One, yeah, he's like living in a New York apartment, right? Okay. See, I just thought his parents the might Empire be at work. Or... Well, that's the oh, that's town true. of New York, though. Probably <laughs> expensive to live there. Because um, I just thought he was like the same age as like all the other protagonists like in this every book. Other really? Yeah, they're all book. just kids. Um, but maybe. That. I think that's a funnier visual. <laughs> a 12-year-old boy going, I'm not your dad. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like a great sitcom, right? Like 12-year-old kid, like it's a gargoyle thing. by a red gargoyle. <laughs> it's calling it dad. With yeah, tentacle nose hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I also... <laughs> I, I like the idea that like Bill is as messed up so monumentally at times in his life that he's like pretty confident that this is not his son, but he's also like not ruling it out entirely. <laughs> just, <it's> just like, <laughs> I just feel like it's so much sadder if it's a 45 year old guy writing this. I, I don't know. Like, well, I could write myself a beautiful girl. Like, I don't know. Make myself the president. And that's totally what it is. And he also weighs like over 400, you know, roughly 500 pounds. <laughs> Yeah, there is something. I mean, uh, Guam is like this almost like baby kind of thing. He's a thousand years old, but he's kind of got, you know, he takes on the form. Uh, he's like a defensive toddler, you know? A There's no guy. consistency to the Ings in this story, really. <laughs> no, they are there to fill plot holes. Disagree. I could not disagree more. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I picture them to be the size of like a Pikachu type thing. I mean, you know, it fits in a backpack, but then it's like fighting. Um, firestorm, and that seems like it'd be kind of, and then it's causing the elevator to sink, right? So, I mean, it's got to be kind of okay. Big. So, like, one of the first lines when they first come to Earth is that the air is like less dense on Earth, so maybe, maybe he, uh, maybe he weighs more on Earth. I don't <laughs> okay. know if that's what you meant by that, but <laughs> does that mean the kids like float in Gale? Well, like, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why Joe is so strong. It's like John Carter of Mars. Like, all of a sudden, he can just like knock out these dudes because... But, but Joe knocks out these dudes on Earth, too, right? Yeah. Well, that guy was a wimp, though, because he was because he's under like heavier air density now, so like, <laughs> he's already got, he's already got the weight of the Earth's air on him and just punched in the face by like a strong Earthling, you know? I'm just trying to fix the cannon here. <laughs> I think Bill. I, I think Bill's going to be pretty pretty big player going forward. I think Guam's going to be a pretty big player. How is Bill not a big player going forward? He's like God. Oh man! I hope we just forget about Bill. And I never think it'd be talk really funny if he's never mentioned again. Yeah. Next chapter is just straight up Joe going on the quest to get the rest of Sealther again. Yeah, that'd be good. I guess. Yeah. Like, how much could you? How much of the story could take place on Earth? Like, what is there to do? Like, <laughs> there's Guam and Firestorm fighting, but eventually that has to end, right? Well, the like, monsters then, keep leaking into yeah, sure. Earth. I mean, that's true. The problem's yeah. just going to get worse, I right? think we're, we're adding another B plot, because you, you closed off, like, the B and C plots earlier. With yeah. Ron dying. Yeah. With Ron dying. So you're kind of adding, you know, like, oh, I don't want to just focus on Will or and Joe <laughs> I, the whole We've got to have at know. least six things going on concurrently. <laughs> See, Otherwise, that's, it's not a good book. <laughs> that's probably my biggest frustration of the book, because it just doesn't, like, go in a direction like i would happily have these de like detours if i got to spend a little bit more time with punch and joe and kim and and one-eyed watcher you know for sure um so predictions on where this thing is going well i think will still has a chance because it literally ends with bill saying this is not how he wrote things mm. so Whatever the hell Bill wrote doesn't matter. <laughs> I think I think Joe's gonna kill Bill. I think I think it, I think we're getting some golden compass in here. Oh dang, he's gonna kill God. Uh, I believe that's the uh, the oh, third yeah, book in the series. There was that one sentence where Bill was like, "I'm gonna become an overlord." <laughs> 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 so maybe Bill's the real antagonist. Yeah, it's it's not a good move in general for somebody to start the chapter saying, "I want to take over the world. I'm God." And then to give him superpowers. <laughs> that's, like, that's, a, that's a bad combo. I know what I'm rooting for, which is an adorable subplot about a man and his <laughs> ink son. <laughs> you know, that's reconciling. Like reluctantly and... reuniting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What do you think is going on there? Because, like, the, 
I know it doesn't matter. I know none of this matters. <laughs> it matters. But a like lot. Guam is like, no, straight up. We have we spent it's not just like you look like my dad. It's like we've spent time together. And I think we kind of touched on it earlier, right? That he's from I, Kai. Yeah, he is from Kai, the quote unquote future world. With lasers and bombs. With lasers and bombs. <laughs> and he was somehow like involved with the creation like of Ings. Teleported to Earth. And so what what do they call it? What what's like the father of Ings? The Crags of Dell? right <laughs> that's the crags of dell i think yeah so maybe he's a mountain do you think the crags of, do, you, do you think the ings are kind of like the urukai in uh lord of the rings or they're just like cuz i think crags of dell i think like basically like a a cave a pit and i know the urukai didn't they're not born from the earth but like that's my visual of them my visual is like the little dragon from mulan but Mushu. not Eddie Murphy voicing it. Yeah, Mushu. Oh, for the Ings? Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, oh. the Urukai, like, where, you know how they're, like, dug up in Two Towers. That seems too cool. No, not, they're not, they're dug up in Fellowship. Do you think it'd be hard to get Eddie, Eddie Murphy to voice the Ings for us in the future? <laughs> He's not really doing that much anymore, is he? No. <laughs> I mean, that one movie. He just did, he did Coming to America, Dolomite, right? Coming to America. Um, I hear that was So then this will help his resurgence, right? Yeah, this is part of the the Murphy sons. Jim Beverly Hill Cop 3. Didn't get in Mulan live action, though. That's pretty rough. I bet he was really rare and really rare in 40. He was just like, oh, come on, let's go. What do you mean there's no Mushu? We're first hundred pages of the book in. There's 150 left. First uh, 15 episodes we've recorded. How many viewers, listeners do you think we have At left? At this point? Yeah. 12. Uh, a loyal 12? A loyal 12. <laughs> uh, the and disciples. We know them all personally. <laughs> all right. If, if you're listening, go follow uh, Stay Buried Show on Twitter. We'll make it right before this episode releases, <laughs> so you can tell us that you're following, and we know that we that's don't a, know you. That's a horrible handle. We're, that's not going to be our handle. Stay buried show. I'm sure I stay like buried's it. already taken. It's, it's going to be stay underscore buried underscore inside underscore the underscore mind underscore of a underscore eleven year old underscore idiot. We'll make both. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see which one gets more followers. We'll just retweet each other. <laughs> Genius. I didn't realize how long that was going to go on when I started it. I was like, oh, man. You got to commit. This is not worth it. <laughs> That'll be a cut. Don't worry. First first 100 pages. What are our thoughts of the book so far? It's my favorite book. <laughs> Thank you. It's the best book I've read in at least like six or seven months. Don't read into that. Yeah, I mean... Honestly, it's taken so many twists and turns that I didn't expect going into it. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to what the next like 150 pages or so have left. I know we say this like every recording session, but like it can't possibly get more convoluted, can it? <laughs> We've already gone like as meta as possible with it, right? Like there's no more meta to be explored. Nope. Once once you well, reach meta levels, it's done. Like there is no level above meta we're levels. We're going to reach the reveal that this actually isn't meta. And then the real meta reveal will happen with I, the real writer of a story within a story within right, a story. Correct. That's not, was never a story the whole time. I also like how Bill Tell isn't like isn't like creatively responsible for the book. He just dreams it and writes down his dreams, and that's the book. <laughs> I, I love the visual of him like I gotta go sleep, <laughs> just <laughs> collapsing onto bed. Oh man, that was a good dream. That was a good one. <laughs> Passing out immediately. Oh man, that's some uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl stuff right there. Dream, 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 dream. It doesn't make any sense though because he wrote Joe's ending and he like held the sword triumphantly and he put the end. But here we are. But he dreamed. He like he skipped to the last chapter and dreamed of the last <laughs> chapter. <laughs> I'm assuming he's read. I mean, he's already written the rest, right? You think he just pounded like a hundred pages like really quick from one dream? Well, it does say the he's end. already been yeah. writing. I think right, but like he's he typed Guam. Tell me where the crest is, right? Oh shoot, so yeah. At, at the beginning of that chapter, so he's writing where we're basically at story. Oh right no, now. that's the impression. What if that's that I how got. I wrote the book? I started with the last chapter and then like filled in the gaps. Oh. Actually, that'd probably be better than this, which is <laughs> long form improv. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Anyway, uh, please continue uh, like and subscribe if that's a thing that you can do in the platforms that we're on. <laughs> we got to do like a call to action. That's like the big thing that they tell you. Big call to action. Doesn't everybody just say like and subscribe? Call and like, to action. They can obviously like and subscribe. They know the option exists. We don't need to be like, hey, in case you forgot, like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out, guys. Buy our merch. Um, a farmer I, blue. Uh, uh, I will. American desi- I will design shirts for this show. Um, we won't sell any, but I will design them. <laughs> Dude, I would straight up. If one of you wants to make a farmer blue plush, I would. I won't pay you because um, I'm a I'm a podcaster now. Um, but that's the dream. Exposure, that's know? the dream. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make just like t-shirts for the show and wear them while recording the podcast and like no one will see them except the people <laughs> recording the podcast but they'll they'll be there don't I, worry i just want like black t-shirts with then just like white text and it's just like various lines from the book that are just golden by themselves can we do like the entire b movie like on a t-shirt sort of thing where we just take the whole book and just like see i don't want that font. so much as i want just like one line that's just like moronic just like three was a crowd you know like <laughs> Should we get like a camera going to record us recording this so we can like have extra behind the scenes footage? Nah. It's going too far. I might I might do like pull out my phone at some point, but other than that, I don't want that. They don't want to see us. They could we could sell that for more money. <laughs> for our Patreon subscribers. <laughs> Patreon subscribers are getting the unedited podcast. They're just getting this without Jeremy. Me doing all the voices. There's a joke that goes like, what do you call four dudes sitting in a room? You call it a pod, four white dudes sitting in a room. You call it a <laughs> podcast. So they don't, they don't, they don't know that we're four white dudes though, until we add video. <laughs> I think, I think they know. <laughs> Stay Buried is narrated by Jeremy Glass and is hosted by Newton Holt, Nick Olferts, Kevin Collins, Zach Collins, and Eli Virgil. Original compositions by Thomas Rankin. Stay Buried is sponsored by nobody, so enjoy it while you can because we we are burning money. Make sure to follow Stay Buried on Instagram at Stay Buried, obviously, and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. Please send us fan art. Goodbye. Are we voting him off the island? Is Is that what we're doing? He doesn't get a marshmallow. doesn't get a rose. That's a total drama island reference. I, and I got I, was, it. I didn't get the marshmallow one, but <laughs> my students reference total drama island like an ungodly amount. Really? They're a little That's they're a little young for that, right? I thought because I was I was young for that. I think yeah. I was probably what eight or nine when that yeah kind of started I was thinking nine ten yeah. It had like multiple seasons, and I was only oh, around for yeah. the first season. You you a big Total Drama Island boy? <laughs> I've never heard of it, they had, but I'm uh, glad you threw in the Bachelor reference because you knew that would uh, yeah, apply yeah, yeah. to me. So, <laughs> Zach, you're fired. Oh, it was only a matter of time. <laughs>